The good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pillay. Morning, Terence. Morning, Darren. Drunk driving, eh? Uh, it's a tough one. It's barely the start of the festive season. Already there are tragedies on our road. You know, dr- drunk driving is a, a scourge in our society because mm. it's not a victimless crime. And... Um, I feel I must pin my colours to the mast right up front and say that this segment is a very personal one for me because my close friend, Andy Carey, was just 28 years old Mm -hmm. and was involved in an accident where a drunk driver knocked him over. He died on the weekend. Mm -hmm. Just 28 years old. It's heartbreaking. There are so many people out there who fall prey to this madness, stupidity, recklessness and lawlessness. So the fact is, when you drink and drive, your senses are impaired, right? We all know this. For example, there are these year-end parties that take place in Plattenberg Bay and Schlanger and Wentworth. Um, it's called Rage and what happens every year is thousands of people, mostly teenagers but also adults, mm. get together, get completely trashed in alcohol and then get into a car and drive. Yeah. I know a person whose child was killed in one of these incidents in, in Wentworth mm. um, in a drunk driving incident and uh, the reality is that people's judgments are impaired and not only in terms of driving and not being able to see obstacles on the road or their reaction time mm. but also their judgment of their own sobriety yeah. Because how many times have you heard someone say, oh, I'm perf- perfectly fine to drive. I've only had six beers. And I've also heard people say, oh, I drive better when I'm drunk. Exactly. It's crazy. And that's not acceptable. You are over the legal limit. In my opinion, the legal limit should actually be zero because everyone is different. For example, I, I can have half a glass of wine and my judgment will be impaired because I'm not really a drinker. Mm. Um, but for someone else, the level of impairment will be different. Mm. So the only way to be certain that you're not going to get yourself into an accident or kill someone or uh, some innocent bystander is not to drink and drive. Uh, But the fact of the matter is there are innumerable campaigns around it and people can scream till they're blue in their face. But um, every year we read of these incidents of deaths and carnage on our roads because Mm. of drunk driving. People do it because in South Africa we are generally pretty lawless Mm. uh, and that has to change. It has to do with the small things like the lady in Westville who um, skips the red light because she doesn't want to wait at the traffic light. Mm. Um, You know, the taxi driver who stops on the shoulder of the road to drop off and pick up passengers or the person who takes out his 9mm gun and shoots a brown house snake mm. twice mm. we live in a society where breaking little laws mm. seems to be the norm yeah. uh, but the law is the law and rules are rules yep. uh, but everybody wants to bend the rules just a little bit it's yep. like jumping a queue in a supermarket or when the waiter undercharges you for example in mm. a restaurant mm. um, you know you, you don't say sorry you didn't charge me for that second cappuccino yeah. you say I scored. And obviously I'm speaking in very general terms here, but we tend to push the limits of what's legal and acceptable in this country. And I imagine we react this way because we feel the police do it, the politicians do it, and um, why shouldn't we? And coming up, I'm going to tell you about the psychology um, behind people who break the law. It it really is the craziest thing. We get the stats every year and we Mm. get the information and we're told all the time on radio adverts, TV adverts, print adverts, everyone is telling you do not drink and drive. Don't even a little bit drink and drive, but we do it all the time. What is wrong with us? Yeah, and you know, I was saying to you that there's the psychology of why people people break the law, mm. and then there's the machinery machinery of state that operates in a way that it's nonsensical as far as I'm concerned, yeah. which adds to everything. So, you have a roadblock on the M4 at 11 o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday. Yeah. What is the point of that? You know, was there some intelligence reasoning um, for doing that? Did, did they know that people perhaps were having year-end parties and they were 
were going to see how many people they could catch to make the year-end quota? Mm. Or was it because they were merely more convenient to do that at 11 o'clock in the morning so that their bosses don't have to pay overtime? There might have been a rational reason for it. Um, but in terms of combating crime, they're not doing much at that time of the day. Mm. On Friday last week, I went to a friend's place for dinner. And because I don't drink, I'm generally the designated driver. Yep. And so I ended up lifting some friends down to Florida Road and I drove into absolute chaos mm. um, on that street. People were double parked everywhere, some pouring out of busy restaurants, visibly drunk and then getting into their cars. And what does the only Metro police on that road do? He overtakes all the double parkers mm. to get to the front of the queue and drives off. So for me, they didn't stop to say to the drivers of those cars, you're parked illegally. Mm. Move on. Move on, yeah. Uh, there are people spilling out of all those clubs and bars on Florida Road and getting into their cars and driving drunk. Where was a roadblock at the bottom of Florida Road at that time at night? Mm. Which for me would have been... Um, would have been a deterrent yeah. to breaking the law. Sure, as you're arriving, you could see, okay, this is a roadblock area. Don't drink and try and get home yeah. um, on the route. Better than, say, 11 o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, there's so many options now. You've got Uber, Goodfellas, Buddies, Meter Taxis, and any number mm. of driver services that you can use. And, you know, certain banks are offering a point-to-point um, pickup as as well as part of the value-added uh, service. Oh. And then, of course, um, you have the establishments that sell alcohol. I want to know in terms of their liquor licenses, for example, are they being diligent enough to say to the person who comes to the bar that is clearly over the limit, mm. I hope you're not driving. You know, you need to balance that um, social responsibility with with obviously your desire to make money. Yeah. Um, you know, they're very good at that in the States and in Australia where yeah. the, the, the bar staff and the management, are they, they're trained and they, yeah. they literally say to your face, no, mate, no yeah. more for you. I know, I experienced that in, in Australia. It's uh, it's, it's amazing. Mm. But the other thing that really gets me as well is that people who use social media to warn others about roadblocks. I've come across a father of uh, teenagers happily posting on Facebook, there's a roadblock on the M13 going into Hillcrest, be careful. And you think, really? So you're actually encouraging your children to break the law and how not to get caught and potentially kill an innocent person on the road. Mm. For me, I don't care what you, who you are, what your position is, um, or what you believe your position is in society. If you get stopped at a roadblock and I'm, I'm made to blow into a breathalyzer and I found to be over the legal limit you must spend time in jail mm. I know people are going to say that our prisons are terrible places and you can't put people who have merely drunk over the limit um, with rapists and, and murderers but that's the risk you take you know what the system is like you know that this is South Africa not the Netherlands mm. where they've closed our 19 prisons over the last 10 years because they don't have enough prisoners you know this is a country that has violent criminals incarcerated so you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're sharing your bed with some hardened criminal yeah. and for me that has to happen in order for it to be a deterrent well there are two sides um, um, to that theory and if you want to engage with Terence more on this one uh, you can uh, contact him directly on his Twitter it's at Terence Pillay one one R in Terence thank you Terence thanks Darren Breakfast.